0: Hey there, this is Varun Raja. Welcome to Dating Mechanics on Girls Chase, where we get girls chasing you. Here on Dating Mechanics, we bring you incredible content from the best minds in the industry, and we leave you with fun, actionable ideas you can go out there and use with girls today. I recently went on a trip to Stockholm, Sweden, which spanned four days and four nights. However, this trip was quite unique in that it was with a few girls chase coaches, including Pablo Garcia, Alec Rolstad, Hector Castillo, and a fellow from a different board called Setfast, who goes by the name of Kant. We spent every day in those four days going out into the city and approaching women, both together and also independently. And we spent every single night at a different nightclub venue where we also approached many women in different environments also in tandem, but sometimes also independently. While only one of us got laid on that trip on one night, it was really interesting to see all the dynamics that we learn about at play, and also to kind of immerse ourselves into this boot camp environment. Because all of us consider ourselves to be quite women savvy, and yet all of us still in this scenario struggled in different ways and found new areas where we could improve and learn. In fact, I learned so much on this trip that I feel like a completely different human being, and I feel much more at ease in approaching really, really attractive women, both in day game and night game. It seems just more natural for men and women to connect, and I wanted to share this podcast simply as a field report of sorts to discuss and share what the five of us learned in our journey together. So without further ado, I would like to present Pablo Garcia, Hector Castillo, Alec Rolstad, Kant, and myself. Enjoy. Greetings. Welcome to Dating Mechanics. I'm here with Pablo and Alec and Hector and myself, Arun, And we all went to Stockholm for one weekend to practice night game with some of the masters, I guess on Girls' Chase at least, Pablo and Alec and it's quite a weekend, it's been three nights Fuck so you, far, <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good time and everybody and like, man, the girls here are so much fun, we've tried different venue types too, like one small bar, very kind of classy, older women, one with uh, 18 to 24 year olds at a very large venue, big dance floor and big smoking area and such, and also a venue last night which is more like hippie, like indie kind of uh, house music industrial venue on a rooftop, Yeah. So, really, really cool city so far, we've had some good times to bond, but I thought this would be a good chance to share some lessons that we all learn, and experiences that we've had, because everyone had kind of logistical problems and some issues, and good chance to learn, you know, that's why we're here.
1: Exactly. I would say that the most time when you fail, that's the time when you actually have time to learn stuff, you know?
0: Yeah, actually, like, everyone over here has failed multiple times and all like nights, which has been pretty crazy. Yeah. But hey you know we've still like approached a ton of people and we had some really good leads. so I would say a lot,
1: it's a lot about the process like the process is interesting, like breaking it down and looking at what we could have done better.
0: Yeah and we've actually been breaking everything down like afterwards like every single weekend. so I don't know where do I begin like you want to talk about last night maybe? Yeah, sure yeah
1: like we were at this like indie venue yeah like a rooftop yeah rooftop. and there was like pretty mixed crowd. I would say it was an easier venue to speak because it wasn't that loud music. Yeah. And it was a lot of space to move and there were some different sets also.
0: Yeah. So let's describe this venue actually. So I guess this, because we've all been going out at night, we're going to talk about different kinds of clubs and the venues we've been going to. But the one last night was house music venue with two dance floors. One was on a rooftop with the really, really big lounge next door where you can sit with girls and guys, and there was also this big bar. There was a the second part of the club, like a level below, which was had very hard music, very hard house music, and kind of more dark, more of an industrial kind of vibe and stuff. And so it was really cool to be able to move girls and, you know, basically engage in different sets throughout the entire night. Yeah.
2: There's one obvious lesson from this night, and that is that when you can't really go... I'm talking about me, Alec, and Pablo when we went in there. To go in to a set at 12.30, I think it's 12.30, yeah. right? something like that, 12.30, and then you approach one group of girls or two girls, and you hope to that that's going to be your only set for the night, and you hope that's going well. I think I mean, that's a very, like, that's a long walk, I think. And I think that that's kind of the mistake we did last night because, I mean, usually there's something called prime time, which is, like, I'd say it depends where you live, of course. In Stockholm, it was at 3 o'clock, so I'd say, like, 1.30, 2 o'clock is probably the prime time. And that's when you can't meet receptive girls. And usually at 12 o'clock, you know, girls, they just go around, try to settle down, try to see the venue, try to meet new people, dance a little bit, drink a little bit, become stupid, whatever the fuck. They're not there to hook up with a guy yet. But here we were, you know, and we kind of, like, approached him at 12.30. They didn't have, even have the chance to see the dance floor. And I think thing went really well, though. We started talking for two hours. But there's something that happens when a girl is not allowed to, to be, like airing herself, you know, as in talking to new people. Like, like basically,
1: these girls were 18 years old. Well, 18 they and were, 19. They were 18 years old. Like, they hooked really well. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I opened them, and they were, like, hooking straight off the bat and liking us both. And these girls, they actually, like, we isolated really fast and escalated, and we have really, really high compliance
0: with these girls. How did you do that in the first place? Like, so you met them uh, near the dance floor, it looks like, right? Yeah,
1: like, in yeah. the outskirts of the dance yeah. floor.
0: Yeah. Okay, and then you hook them by talking about sex talk like you usually do? Or no, how I hook,
1: it? like you mean how I open them? Yeah, yeah. I actually open them with a bullshit opener, actually. Really? Like, I call that bullshit opener. It's the
2: bullshit when opener? I, yeah, a I... We love bullshit. No,
1: like, the bullshit <laughs> opener is like, you can say what the fuck you... Like, what else? Like, doesn't matter what you say, it's like how you say it, no? Right. And because I was with friends that were not speaking all Swedish and with Norwegian, a lot of girls that doesn't, doesn't understand have t- exactly. hard time.
3: Dumb eighteen-year-old.
1: <laughs> you know, I was speaking English, so I actually did the the one bullshit opener, and I actually did it. It's how you do it, you know. And these girls were standing, uh, they were talking to each other, and I was like coming from the side, body rocking like old school mystery style body rocking, facing them. They were seeing me, and I slowly actually said like, "Is this the only good?" House venue in this area, and the girls were like smiling and responding really well. These girls were green off the off pad. When I mean green, I mean like a traffic light. Like some girls are red, some Mm. girls are yellow, and some girls they're like ah, they don't really know if they like you. And green, they really like you. And these girls were green from the from the beginning.
0: I want to actually get to that point after you finish your story because I think that was a big lesson for all of us this weekend that you, Pablo, told us. But continue on. We'll get back to that.
1: Yeah, and because these girls were so green me and alex just like went in and actually it went really well like we took one girl each and yeah. isolated right off and and alex and me was doing our, our usual stuff like alex is more like into like verbals yeah he's he's sure. he's fucking amazing with verbals i hmm. gotta say that like gotta give you that man like you're thing so i know so like, <laughs> like world champ world champ on verbals i would say like i think you're the best in the world man and I did my what I'm good at, like escalating hard.
2: With pretty tight <laughs> verbals, too, man. Come on. Give yourself yeah. a quick
4: Okay,
1: that. I have. This
0: is actually interesting because I was w- I was watching both of you with your girls, and uh, Pablo has a very physical style. So you're talking to girls about nothing verbally related, just like about normal stuff, but you're giving the sexual impression through your vibe and through touching her and their body language, right?
1: I actually did some s- yeah. sexual talk okay. with girls also. Right, right. I-, I actually came into some explicit, like, <laughs> my sex talk. It's like Alec calls it more old school. Like old the old school, old school way. Old like school. I'm much more explicit. Like I'm into like what I would do to her. Like tie her up with ropes. And you know what a magic wand is? She's like, no. It's like, <laughs> it's like a big vibrator. Right, and like, right. And her eyes just like you know, like the pupils just dilated.
2: You need to tie me well though. Um what I mean what I would like to say about this is that he went a little bit more verbal and I went a little bit more physical actually last yeah. night a little bit more physical and the reason we did that is because I mean we go in as two it's like a team game it's two people and the thing is if he fucks up I fuck up if I fuck up he fucks up yeah. so basically we have to be kind of synchronized I think that's a difficult thing because they're different forms of wingmanning you have the one tandem wingmaning, we basically go out with a friend you split up you do stuff you support each other when you need to you say hello to each other to keep your mood up but you're kind of like on your own and he only comes over when he kind of needs support the other type of wingmanning is like when you approach a group together which is basically what we did and I think that requires much more synchronization and that's why I have to kind of follow his style a little bit more and he has to follow my style a little bit more I mean in seduction timing is key for instance you know like when you pull when you don't pull and the thing is if my timing needs to be exactly the same timing as Pablo and I think that's something that we need to work on actually even more because that's something that takes a lot of time to get her. this is like the third time fourth time I have with Pablo so I think that so far it's been so good
1: it's like I would say like this is the fourth time I'm out with Alex like I've never been out with this guy before like doing yeah. like winging and I would say like I never had such a good wingman like this guy is like he is like Taking my game to another level, man.
0: That's because you guys can read off each other so well, right? And you know the intentions that you each have and what you you have to share the same process. Yeah like like, in some ways.
1: Like I approach a girl. Yeah. Like my old wingman, nothing wrong with them, man. Like they're great. But like we approach most of the time we approach girls. Like my girl loves me and his girl is a bit meh and the whole interaction is about like keeping her friend away, you know. Right, right. but with Alex, it's never like that. Like, we approach, and he's like, bam, bam. Like, my girl loves me, and his girl loves him, and it's like perfect, you know? And I'm never worried that her. Like, actually, this is a weird this shit, man. Like,
2: yeah.
1: last night, the set, we were like that long set. Yeah. They never, ever
2: talked to each other. after no, we isolated. Really? No, well. Not they always talk to either one of us. Like, my girl was talking to me, and she had no problem walking a little bit away to somewhere no. else, you know? Well. No problem with that. And remember, you need to keep in mind, this is the first girl we approached at like 12 o'clock in a club that's pretty crowded. It's not like a small place where you can easily talk to people. This is like a crowded venue, right?
4: Yeah.
2: And all the time, we're talking to them. Like, my girl was talking to me, his girl was talking to him. And actually, I mean, we could move them around and I kind of gave him some headspace. you know, kind of pull my girl a bit away so that he could feel more alone. And you know, that's kind of the synchronization we're talking about. It's the kind of thing we're working on these days. And eventually what happened was that, you know, we even tested their compliance that they had to go to the bathroom, but they came back You know, after one hour, we talked to them one hour, of course, the girl got a pee, you know, it's totally natural. And they came back and then we kept doing our thing, but yeah. And I did the ultimate compliance test. Oh, yeah, actually, t- tell us about that one, that was the,
1: cool. The ultimate compliance test? What was test?
0: the ultimate compliance test?
1: It's like, you have a two set and okay. like, you want to see if you have high compliance, then you can do what the fuck you want with this. You know Like. I left Alec went to the bathroom. Yeah, i had
2: to piss. I'm a human too.
1: And I tried the compliance. We have so high compliance with them. So I was trying just to try it out. I'm a bit sick motherfucker sometimes, but just I would just want to try it out. So I went to the bar and got a glass of water and left him alone. And when I came back, like five minutes after, they were still there. Were Crowded still venue. There. So many other guys. Like, they liked us, man.
2: Yeah, and they could just jump over to a new guy anytime. Yeah. And you know what I found kind of cheesy. That kind of like gave me a little bit chills last night. With that. You know, we had a little bit of time when they were in the bathroom with Pablo and I we were like talking. And he ended up doing the same thing Fucking routine as I did The new routine that came up with The Tantra routine Oh know? yeah, you are going to tell <laughs> us all oh, this Tantra routine Because <laughs> we were like Laughing we both, our ass
0: off over this too <laughs> we, we both did it We both oh my God. did
2: versions of it right, I did right. another
1: version I did the BDSM version of yeah. it Actually, that
0: whole routine Killed you at the end of the night too With that very, very last thing At the Patricia Yeah venue, yeah But still, we'll get to that later yeah, I didn't
2: use that one there No, we didn't use that oh, one use The that one. Tantric? No. no, I couldn't. Really? I, mean, I couldn't. At that time of night, I can't no, talk about stuff we like
0: Yeah, you did. You totally told us about the girl that I was with. Yeah yeah, 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 you did, did right? Did. And she was, like, busting your ass about it, too. Yeah, but yoga liked it, though. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 she did a little bit. I <laughs> was like, oh, shit. Anyway, what happened was that, uh, so we did that tantra thing. Uh, it literally blows women so far away. I mean, it's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. I mean, you saw me pull that one off on Friday, yeah? Yeah, yeah, on Friday, it was great. There's something happening to them, and... and They They already liked us then. Yeah, that's true, though. What happened, though, is that you kind of want to go into something explicit, but without, like, pushing the kind of, like, the dirtiness right in front of her face, right? You don't do that stuff. Like, you don't start doing something that can trigger some alarms. You talk about tantric sex, which is basically sex without dicks and pussy, right? Yeah. So you kind of, like, you get into something sexual, but it's not really sexual in a way. She like, you know, have you ever heard about tantric sex? No, I just, like look kind of like, always a little bit skeptical about it. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's, it's kind of interesting because it's about. My sex. girl was like, what's that? What's that? I never what's heard that? that. I never heard <laughs> that. It's like,
1: just breathe with me. Was this sex? She was like, no.
2: And yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. The you have to tell the routine The idea, there's many variation of it. we will we'll go for the simple version now, because yeah. there's a longer version, I can't take ages to explain. You should post that, actually. Yeah, we should po- make a post It's a good a post idea.
0: You can it. even I make a post about it. Because idea. I actually tried something like that, too, having took a tantric sex class, Bro, we, like, we, uh, we, a few we, months ago. We do
1: a post? like yeah. with our version of it yeah I think we should do that because we,
0: there is like a, a, a version of Tantra that's called white Tantra that's by yourself and there's something called red Tantra that's with a partner yeah, that's and a it's like tantra. also making a distinction between those like one is for meditation by yourself but you can also meditate sexually with like a girl or a guy you know and exactly. have that kind of chemistry and energy together
2: so, so the idea what we did is that basically what is is Tantra? so we give us your hands so they pull up their hands and then you grab their hands I mean this is a pretty innocent move but you create a connection right and it gives you an excuse to grab your hands then you ask her to just take a deep re- a few deep breaths. I used to like say let's do ten deep breaths.
1: Wait, can, can I just put in like Yeah, go ahead. If, like I think the most effective way of doing this is like in the beginning of a seduction, actually. Like in the beginning like we did it later. Yeah, yeah I but think, actually, I, think actually I think the I most the right. powerful way of using this is in the beginning of a seduction. Like after you start talking to her, like you come into sex and then that's you talk about tantric sex. Yeah. That's like
2: a spike. Yeah, I agree. Because it's very light in a way, so you can easily yeah. get into it. Anyway, the idea is you grab, you grab your hands, and you take a deep breath. And the idea here is that you're actually breathing and doing something very intimate with someone. And, you, and as you breathe, you know it's kind of like it's kind of like putting you in a trance, or it's kind of like relaxing you. And the girls come; girls are very receptive to trances, you know. So, so basically, she's getting in a trance with you while she's facing you and looking at you in the eyes because she's forced to look at you in the eyes in a way. It can become part of the gimmick. So it's not like awkward looking, it's like part of a game we're playing. Right, right. In a way. And yet she's she's standing there next to you, holding your hands, connecting with you and breathing. Now it doesn't matter whether you believe in tantric sex or not, the key here is that you're doing something new that's exciting to her, you're holding hands with her, you're looking at each other in the eyes, and you're breathing together. I mean, if all that isn't good shit, I mean, it's all part of something that escalates or creates room for more stuff later on. And the best part is that later on you can actually explain why this works because you'll notice that if you do 10 breaths with her, you can start correcting her how she breathes and you can tell her to breathe like deep inside, like deep down there and point like down to her belly. But the key idea is to explain why it works and, and I'll just mention quickly briefly the reasons because it increases the blood flow, relaxes the body, creates a connection. And increase the amount of oxygen to the organs, which all of them increases the chances for arousal and orgasm. And then you can explain that to them, and they're kind of like, oh, he's fascinating. Um, I was just, so you can, so all that happened, and all I did was just breathing with you? Oh my god, what can you do when you actually get naked and you use your hands, right? I mean, if you can do so much with so little, what can you do with more? Being naked. Mm,
0: kind of introducing them to the idea, and, and they're getting a little bit turned on by it. She yeah. looks
2: at you, and she starts seeing you naked, man. Yeah, exactly. She starts seeing you naked. I
0: actually tried that routine and that exercise with the girl in the hostel last night before we went out and I just started, took her hands and grabbed her, put one in mine and the other in my other hand and we just started breathing together in synchronicity and her whole vibe just kind of relaxed and got very sexual and like just loose. And it was really good. But I can't imagine even doing that in a club environment. It must be so so different.
2: It's kind of cool because you can't do it because there's a smoking area people can hear what you said but you can't do stuff like that on the dance floor I mean, no, no of course way not. yeah that is why it's so key to pick bunnies so where you can actually speak I mean if you want to go to the dance floor route I mean go ahead do it but if you want to speak
0: to girls you gotta have a smoke uh, you area.
2: can do it standing also man yeah you don't no. we did it standing I did it standing we did standing we didn't sit down.
0: Yeah, you never sat down with the, the girls that you were with. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, did. never did. did. Yeah, yeah oh, you did. did. You did, okay. We actually did. We did. Okay, gotcha. And she, I actually, never saw that. And
2: she actually fixed my hair. I have long hair. And she fixed it. She made like, what's it called? Like a ponytail? Like, yeah, a... like a... Oh, right, this is Friday like...
0: night. Okay, yeah. A...
2: No, no, they did it both days, actually. Okay. The reason I asked her to do that was because I wanted to get her seated down, isolated away from this place, just to make them walk around a little bit, and to give Pablo a little bit of space, because they were standing next to each other. I use my hair as a prop, you know, you can use anything, you know, that was my prop, and she fixed my hair, yeah.
1: And also it's investing, letting the girl invest in you, yeah, because that. when she does your hair, she has invested in you, you know. And also Make the girl invest in you, that's important.
0: I do notice actually a lot of times when a girl likes you, they start playing with your hair. And it's just like, you you have that vibe, and girls see other girls playing with your hair, and they also want to come play with it when they have a chance. Yeah. Alex, yeah. It's really um, interesting. You, he uses
1: his hair a lot as a prop.
0: <laughs> Especially when you're like just feeling so alpha and like pumped up, it's great. I call it releasing the kraken when I release my butt. I, <laughs> I mean,
2: I, I only had long hair for a year now. I mean, I mean, last year I didn't have long hair. Uh, so, and I think that for men, it's either long hair or short hair. Really, it's that's that's what I've noticed. Mm, because short hair can make you look really, really badass. Yeah, Yeah, long hair can be a pain in the ass
0: sometimes. So, I'm going to break off a bit and talk about my experience because you guys tried on Saturday night to just go for like a one shot, one kill thing. Basically, you had one set and you tried to follow that through the entire night. Yeah. Uh, I, on the other hand, took a different approach. And I just, when I got to the venue, I started meeting as many girls as I could, like immediately, and just kind of planted seeds a little bit. Just like talk to somebody, talk to guys, talk to some girls. Yeah, Yeah. And just like the whole first hour was just like spent being social with everyone and like dancing on the dance floor. And what's interesting is that I kept running into the same girls and the same guys like over and over again as you are walking back and forth between different parts of the venue. And eventually, like whenever we see each other, we'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" And we like kind of give each other a hug and just like hang out, you know, kind of really connect with the whole group. And it really created a very social vibe that not only could the girls in the group see, but other girls in the entire venue could see that too. And it kind of built this like, "Hey, this is a really social, cool guy that knows everybody" kind of vibe which I think really helped a lot because it, oh. over time, like an hour or so later, by now it was like midnight and this place was open till like three, I ended up seeing this one girl over and over again with her group and her group of friends. and Every time I'd see her, she'd be like, come with me, right? And so I ended up following them to the dance floor. I ended up following them like upstairs to the other dance floor or sometimes to the bar. One time there was even a moment where the girl and her other friend were with me and her friend just like left and was like, just take care of her. And we just started chatting for like 10 minutes while they went and got a drink and did something else. And it was really cool because then that chance I could like be really physical with the girl that I was with and build to an even more like connection compliance with her. I mean,
2: yeah, I mean, I think the whole night actually, I mean, when I saw you, what you were doing, I mean, you were constantly talking to girls. So I mean, yeah. Was, you know, it was good. Rolling, right? Yeah. No, it was
1: really good, man. I was impressed by it, man. I, I saw you. Actually, I saw you. What I liked the most was I saw your escalation and how you touched the girls. It was, like, oh, it was perfect, great. man. Like, you hold her hand around her waist, like I told you. Like, yeah. You brought her to you. Like, you did, like, all that stuff. I was, like, great, man. Like, what I, I appreciate with this was that I gave you some advice, and you listened to it, and you really tried it. And you, you saw how well it went,
0: man. It was amazing, yeah. And didn't know, this is something that was new for me, because I've always been kind of, like, a little bit, um, I say, anxiety-ridden when I go out to nightclubs. Like, should I touch this girl this much, or... Or not, but man, every girl here loved it. And they would just be like talking normally and look at each other's eyes, but through our body language and positioning, they would just like kind of submit to the frame. Like, yeah, this is a guy who's really dominant and sexual and very much in control.
2: I have a question for you, Varun, actually. And this time it's not you asking us questions, it's <laughs> me asking you a question.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that
2: is you, I mean, you live in the US, beautiful America, and now you're here in beautiful Europe, and Scandinavia in particular. Have you noticed any difference? Would you say there's some difference in terms of difficulty or in terms of dynamic or anything like that?
0: Well, I feel like at least here in Stockholm, compared to New York, it feels like the women are a little more liberal. I would say almost feminist, so they're more in charge of their sexuality. So, like, the caliber of men that they want to hook up with is higher, but they submit more to, like, physical contact and, like, kind of some degree of aggressiveness because it's kind of sexy. And they're also, like, they... uh, will tell you, like, no, and just, like, tell you straight up, like, what they like and don't like. Yeah, absolutely. Like, straight up, you know. Absolutely. And in, in New York and in America, it seems to be more, like, mixed signals, because there's still some shame about being honest with your feelings, whereas over here, it's like, you just kind of express yourself. At least that's what I've noticed.
2: Yeah, but I think it's pretty... I think Yeah.
0: It's... That being said, the physical thing, like, um, I think, because in America, girls are kind of afraid of, like, seeming like sluts. I mean, that's the case everywhere, right? They don't want to be slutty. So, like, if you're too aggressive and too physical, that might come up like, oh, don't touch me, you know, I can't be like that.
2: Yeah. What I've noticed here is that, I mean, Scandinavia in general, compared to other places, is that you get very little in terms of resistance related to escalation or sexual content. However, it's kind of, like, very hard to kind of hook in and actually be a part of it you know it's oh absolutely actually actually kind of made the girl attracted you know because they kind of like they're aloof they're aloof here man they're very I aloof know. and there's also
0: so many attractive guys and so many like Fucking alpha guys here. There is. There yeah. Is. There
1: is some alpha guys here. Yeah, dude. yeah, absolutely. But, but the thing is that, like, most of those alpha guys, they don't do cold approaches. That's they, true. They, yeah. they just do the social circle thing, you know?
0: That is actually what happened in the club on Friday night. You said it was like a members only club. Everyone there was social circle and knew everybody. And actually, Hector, who was with us and has been really quiet in this whole podcast, was like pointed that out the first moment that he walked in the venue. Like, we walked in this club with full of 18 to 24 year olds. They're playing beer pong. It was also a big dance floor. And he just said, Social circle and this is it.
1: Yeah, mate, but like how did I do there, man? I didn't You did great, yeah. I was not in any social circle there, yeah. man. Yeah. And true. I did I did well there, man. <laughs> that's my main menu. That's what i <laughs> yeah. that's the place where I pull And my it's all throat. like the physical
2: escalation did, and did, the, did the did sexual talk say, and stuff. Did you just say that's my main venue or my main menu? Venue, venue, Probably man. Probably both. <laughs> menu. Menu like a venue. Oh mean. menu, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the menu of like eighteen year old like I love eighteen year old young girls. that's the best like for real like that's the most fertile age like oh my
4: god and they're so hot
1: and that's the girls I I go for so in that venue it's like members only club many girls love that place man that's the place where I bring home the hottest girls
0: hmm you alright
1: yeah What's
2: up with you? I'm just tired, you know, we all kept on going till 5, so I'm like...
1: <laughs> Come on, you have to tell us about the, that horrible dive bar. Man.
0: Well, you, yeah, we have to talk about the way that <laughs> I ended, oh my god, it's so, so terrible. So basically we
2: started out going to this kind of like, I'd say, pretty like, pretty high-end place, kind of, I'm thirsty, i On Thursday, yeah. Not then on the Friday we went this member-only place, obviously not trashy. And yesterday was kind of like the hip place on the rooftop, you know, you get the idea. But now...
1: After that, after, after that. Talk, We just went to the ugly boat dive bar, (laughs) HIV dive bar boat.
0: This poor place, man. It was like on a oh, boat, wow. but a dive bar and a bow with the weirdest rooms, like, everywhere. <laughs> oh it, like, God, took yeah. a little piece of every kind of club or lounge in the world and, like, put it in this one place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, little tiny rooms that are, like, half or, like, a third the yeah. size of a hotel room and this like, crowned with 20 people in them. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> all ages, like, all kinds of people. And at this point, like, I guess the night has been, we were still, like, wanting to meet some girls and, like, having some fun. So... We were just like, full on, like, this is talk to every single person we can oh my, in this place.
2: Oh my god, I mean, literally, there was really nothing desirable in that venue. <laughs> but yeah, the last girls, I mean, you were talking to, and, and talking with a friend, they were desirable, but... Yeah. But besides... besides and my girl was hot. I, yeah, yeah, cause... yeah, she, that's yeah. true, that's true, too. But, I mean, we had, like, two girls each that were desirable, like, during the whole night, <laughs> in a packed venue. I mean, that should tell you something. I mean, that was literally terrible. I mean, you enter that venue, and, like, at the moment you enter that place, you just have a mood drop ASAP, like, boom! And, like, you just... Oh, meow. for us, it was
0: awful, because we went from this, like, really cool house venue with, like, the two dance floors, and it was all emptying out, and we would go to this dive, and the sun's coming up, too, obviously, because yeah. it's, like... 3 a.m. in Scandinavia, and the sun's like already halfway out in the sky. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was technically feeling like day gaming. You
0: know? Yeah, it was a little you bit. We were on the
2: rooftop of this of this boat. Yeah. And like totally fully daylight. I mean, that wasn't a real problem. The Problem was on the rooftop, even though there was a lot of shit happening. There are like, people spilling drinks on yeah everywhere, you know. But like when you have to, you know, to get to the rooftop, you have to go to the kitchen of that fucking boat. Yeah. Then, like all fried oil, like. Oh god, yeah. Disgusting. And the whole place smelled like old you know it was like ah and i remember you and pablo you were talking to some girls right and then i told you i was going downstairs and pablo's <laughs> reaction was like unbelievable no, like, <laughs> i had to tell you like
1: we was like on the top of this filthy boat yeah and me and asma was in a set like a two set uh-huh. and alex he didn't want to hover around and shit, so he was like I'm going down And I was like Laughing to myself And like Feeling bad for Alex Because like He doesn't know What he's facing When he's going down there man It was like <laughs> <laughs> Like Going down on that boat Was oh, like man, That was horrible <laughs> I just walked It was I- like You know Have you seen the movie Iver- Reversible? Irreversible Reversible? You know like That club called Rectum you know, like <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> On that movie like, like Like that You know like You don't wanna go down there man That's like The rectum You know
2: Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) And the girls were disgusting. There was like some weird shit going on. I mean, this was like literally ugly girls. No matter what your standards are, that was really bad. I wouldn't okay. even
0: say it's ugly girls too. There's just oh, like some really weird guys there too. They were yeah, spilling but... drinks in like bags and stuff, yeah, and yeah. it was just like, damn, there's so many wild cards that you deal with like the whole <laughs> yeah, night. I mean, yeah, Jesus like, Christ. The mix
2: of a thug, and you had like this street gangster guy with a tattoo in his face. Yeah. yeah. Then you had oh, like, my this, God. then you had like this old fifty year old alcoholic dude. I mean, like, literally every stereotype. No, stereotype. That, that guy with a
1: tattoo in his eye and, yeah. and that blonde, silicone girl.
2: Yeah, what the uh, fuck? That, that weird th- eye. Like, that she was looking weird. My no, wife.
1: Like, like, totally filled lips. Like, yeah, she yeah, did totally filled. <laughs> I'm
2: like, oh, my God. At least she probably get good blood drops. <laughs> 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 oh, that would be disgusting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to quickly take a break from the night game aspect because we also, uh, you know, we're out in the daytime with Hector and stuff, and Hector approached, like, I don't know, like... 28 girls or something like that, and they all went really well. he's, like, all in his, like, dream right now. What's up? What's the question? (laughs) Tell
1: us us about about your approaches. Yeah,
0: man, I mean, every single girl I've talked to, like, all weekend that you've just been, you see a girl on the street, and we're all walking as a group of, like, between three and five guys, and you just talk to them, and, like, the minute you go approach them, they're just, like, they light up every single time. Like, I've seen you talk to girls on benches that are sitting alone, I've seen you talk to, like, two groups of girls or something that are just out with their friends, or even three, and, like, each time, it's just like, they're, like, this they radiate, you know, as soon as you approach them. What is the secret?
4: We were talking about that earlier. So, you start off just approaching anyone, right? And just getting the hang of actually approaching a girl during the day and figuring out that women don't change. Yeah. At night, you know, they're not vampires, they, they're horny and stuff during the day, too. They're not vampires. Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) I guess maybe some guys like see them as vampires,
4: like, holy shit. Well, yeah, guys forget that women are actually still women during the day. But after you do, you know, 10,000 or some fucking ridiculous number of approaches, (laughs) you start to look for the, obviously the approach invitations, but even more importantly, if you don't get a visceral, like, lurching reaction to a woman, like, you just, you feel your body gravitate towards her.
0: That's the one thing I've noticed with you, actually, because you will see a girl, and she won't even look at you sometimes, she might be just walking in front of you, and your masculine instinct just kicks in, like, you're like, yeah. holy shit, what an ass. So what I had... I need to go talk to her, and you just, like, without not even consulting anybody, you just, like, fucking go, you just dart that way.
4: Yeah, so what I had to do is learn how to tell the difference between, okay, that's just a piece of ass and I'm horny, yeah. and, like, there's something about her, not only is she hot, but I actually feel, like, a magnetism towards her. Right. And in 99% of the cases when I approach a girl like that, it always goes well. Really? Because, you know, whatever the physical, metaphysical explanation of it, mirror neurons or whatever, you know, bullshit explanation you want to give it, it just happens to work. (laughs) What the fuck, Alex? Alex is putting his hair in his mouth like like Jesus
0: Christ. Fucking animal, dude. Jesus crunch. Like,
1: I have to to chip in there, man. Like, it was really interesting watching you doing those approaches. Like, you have, like, the perfect fucking body language, man. Like, how you approach the girls, like, Mm. such a confident masculine alpha way actually Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like without being ironic man you were really alpha like you moved your body really well but I think also you had to do that you dressed also very well man Mm -hmm. like like your white shoes like Mm -hmm. great fitting jeans and like that t-shirt you had yesterday like fucking amazing man like if you dress well like if you approach in that smooth way also like super like just going for it mm. and the girls like all the approaches actually yeah, I saw m- with Hector more or
2: less yeah 90% I'd say mm. something like that I mean you can't succeed all the time 90, but 90% you of your approaches all
1: I would say 90% of your approaches were like the girl was really receptive and liking yeah. it
2: but mm-hmm. better of all they were hot too right? yeah they were not no, yeah, hands down man they were hot <laughs> <really> young, <laughs> <laughs> they were young though yeah, yeah, yeah but, but I think
1: Hector is in the same like I he likes the same kind of girls as me
2: also another thing I mean you have such beautiful hair almost as beautiful as
4: mine I mean, they got called something, right? Yeah, I mean, the fundamentals are the things that most guys don't pay attention to. Like, get your fashion. Get, yeah, get and your I hair. think that's
1: important, man. Yeah. And one of the main, also, like, a part of why it works so well. Like, for instance, like, just some hours ago, Hector was approaching these two, like, super hot girls, like, a zebra crossing, and Hector just talked to those girls. Like, I saw that talk, I was like, whoa, she was hot. Mm-hmm. She had this, like, I was telling you, like, these eyes that were, like, off. Yeah. A super no hot soul. face But like the <laughs> eyes Had no soul <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah And he'd start Talking to talk them And I was watching From a distance And like Body language wise Perfect mm-hmm. man Like the girls Were eating that shit up Like They had boyfriends yeah, yeah, like, yeah They're gonna talk About that shit man Yeah That's the main topic For today I promise right. you man that's what I saw you doing. So, yeah, like
0: your fundamentals were excellent, right? And you just have this masculine body language and you present your desire to women, like, right when you approach them. Yeah, right? pretty so I, much.
4: I pretty much catcall them. And,
0: uh <laughs> pretty yeah. much catcall them. That's like a lightweight putting it, too. That's my, yeah. I'm
4: pretty <laughs> so, one thing that I that I go into with, like, my coaching clients or, that I never see with, like, day game instructors is that they never focus on the angles. And so, depending on actually how you come in, since it's not night game, they're not going to expect you to come in like no one's gonna day game right right so how you come in if you come from the side you have to do it a little bit less threatening because you don't want to like hey surprise i'm in your face but my favorite is coming from the front because it's the most spontaneous right and so my favorite opens are always where sometimes you can manufacture it if i like but it's best when it's natural so you want to almost be surprised that you saw her and you want to be just like hypnotized by her beauty and so with the example you we were in earlier when she walks across the street, I knew she was coming, but I kind of set it up where like I looked away and then I looked back at her and what I did was I just let my, the words just come out and I was like, holy fuck, you're gorgeous. Like those are my exact words. And she walked past me and her head just spun around and she looked at me and she was just smiling and my tone was pure, just like, hey, this is how I feel. And she turned around and she just smiled and she said, thank you. I'm like, what's your name? and she stopped and her friend turned around and smiled at me and then she actually took two steps back and so I knew that the friend was okay with me talking to her because if a friend moves out of the wave then you know she's like okay I'm gonna let my friend get hit on and then but then I brought her into it and met her talked to them for like a few minutes and then yeah she said she had a boyfriend but she was like yeah she really loved it and the fact that there was that instant hook
1: she actually did, man. I saw yeah. that she was smiling all the time. Yeah. Both girls were, like, all into it. They were enjoying it. Super, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy, super happy, man. Well,
0: yeah. I've seen that with every girl you've approached, almost. like I mean, maybe, like, one or two were not that way. But yeah. more or less, like, all the girls that were single or interested, like, just loved your body language and just your, your vibe.
2: Yeah. And they were happy that you approached, man. Yeah. Guys, how can you forget? The, one of the things that I think that kind of impressed me the most, what Hector did, is that he has testicles that are big like <laughs> yeah man <laughs> yeah man how can you how can you miss that one out I mean yeah true man that's, that's I, give him that I mean he's like we're not going somewhere and he just doesn't give a shit he sees a hot girl yeah if it's not like some really crazy like unexpected shit happening he will approach her you know yeah like even if like the world was falling apart you still fucking do it <laughs> yeah.
0: it's happening like any kind of neighborhood any setting yeah. subway like your area like the clubs outside the clubs late at night early in the morning like no matter what early in the morning too? the desire was always Are there you yeah.
2: Morning bird too. No, oh, there was one in the morning.
0: Oh. Yeah, really? Yeah, absolutely. Was this was morning. like on Friday morning after we came back from the Thursday night like venue.
4: Oh yeah, in my mind it was technically night, but in this yeah. fucking weird ass place, <laughs> the sun comes up at two a.m. and It's like what? <laughs> so it's technically day game at two a.m. here in Stockholm. It's
2: yeah, interesting. Technically it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's kind of interesting to actually like see people do day game because I personally, uh, I'm just like Pablo, we're like night gamers, so we kind of like use this. We kind like, of get an idea of.
1: We're like, like me and Alex, we're like walk around like all destroyed like from yesterday (laughs) night, like looking like shit and feeling like shit and like, like, and then we see Hector all like, all happy happy and and humble and Uh, approaching and shit and I'm like, fuck man. Like for me, it's like when I go out, like he said it really well, like, when we go out it's like we enter like the Pablo Garcia persona Mm -hmm. it's like I I get my cape on you know (laughs) I put my cape on and then I'm like fucking flying man but before that I'm just like nobody you know I'm just a guy walking down the street smelling like shit
2: you know yeah. <laughs> what, what, what have we been doing before going out no i mean of course i mean when i live with pablo with of course of latin origins of course he's like hey i like i like i like hey have some yerba mate <laughs> have some yerba mate and then, you know, like the drink. it's always going cold. Yerba yeah mate? yeah yerba mate yeah. yerba mate yeah and then we like drink yerba mate and we just chill And we look like two junkies <laughs> and we smell we sweat with brainwit it's like people would see us it's like we're like, what the hell is this guys? and then we go to the shower we come out we fix our hair and then suddenly we start looking like cool guys. suddenly I think this whole contrast is kind of funny because like Hector he's like in the daytime he's like the only one who's actually alive maybe <laughs> yeah, <whatever. laughs> well sometimes it's, it is a fact oh,
1: no no it's a fact. Yeah. it's a fact it's a fact it's a
4: fact well what we said in the train when we were riding one way to deal with the approach anxiety is just think of yourself yeah. as an object in space moving to another object in space and like sometimes if you're not conditioned to think that you can approach girls during the day you can just trick yourself You'd be like, okay, I'm just walking towards the bench. And then you're walking, You're like you said, just move your feet. You're just moving your feet. And then you're standing in front of her, you're like, okay, well, I gotta talk to her. And you trick your brain into approaching. That's crazy, man. Yeah.
0: So that's just like an instinct that you've developed just by repeating and doing it. You don't see a girl as a girl initially, you just see her as like, I'm moving towards an the bench. And she just happens to, to be sitting over there, right? Exactly, yeah, yes. okay. Yeah. That's a good, really good <laughs> Like <point>. a, bench. <laughs> <laughs> a bench.
4: She's a bench. I'm just gonna and go and You're really objectifying women there, damn. <laughs> oh, <No>, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, actually I don't have a question for Hector because I think this is something that fascinates me I mean sure I mean during day game there is of course just like night game there is something very easy about it and something very hard about it yeah. and I think that's what I would say I think it's very hard about it it's all of course going in and pro because most guys are not used to it but you covered that very well but now the next part is how would you like talk about Oprah a bit but how would you hook her in because I mean I've seen you I mean, many guys you know they approach in daytime especially beginners they go in they say hello and they get like a quick shot but there's nothing really going on so yeah. I mean, they're not smiling like they did with you and all that how do you kind of like go from like stranger to kind of like a cool guy they actually want to get to know more about that is something I'm, I'm actually curious about listening I'm sure many others are curious as well so night game. No,
4: I'm doing day game. Wait, well, no, no, no. So the contrast though. Yeah, right, so a night game she's going to pay attention to you because it's she needs to look cool and she like she'll be nice to you to be polite oh, at the night, yeah. right? She doesn't want to look like a bitch and just reject you. So you'll be in a set for like 10 minutes, but if you're not good at telling if she likes you or not, you can get kind of like yellow light. Mm-hmm. Right? She can just yeah. she can tag you around and she's just yellow. But in the d- daytime, she doesn't really have an excuse to talk to you. Like she's going to just be like, "Oh, thank you. I appreciate it." and walk away. So the day game, you're going to know instantly if she likes you or not so i'm just picking my targets well and i'm hooking hard because i just like i said i just feel that visceral attraction to her so if, yeah i think you're just gonna get the hook if she really likes you and she's gonna be super honest about it because there's no friends watching to like she doesn't have to do like a social equation in her head like okay not only do i like this guy but i also have to ask myself does it look cool to talk to him Because you can fuck girls during the day that you wouldn't be able to at night. That's so very true. Yeah.
0: And I bet also that when she's with a friend, she also knows what the friend's type is. And if you match that, the girls will back up and be like, okay, this is a really attractive guy. Yeah. Right? And you get
4: bonus points for approaching. You're already alpha if you approach during the day. Yeah. So you can even, like, kind of be a little bit more feminine during the day because you do want to break. So the thing that you started doing, and I noticed, what I do is I walk up. And I like to point where I saw her. Oh, yeah, so I'll yeah, pro, yeah. So I do I'll that, say, too. I'll say, hey, and she turns, and I'll be like, I was walking with my friends over there, and I'll point and look.
0: And I'll, like, yeah, point way in the distance, and like, so they over there. Yeah. yeah.
4: And you get compliance, because if she follows mm-hmm. you, I always notice if she follows your hand or your eyes, she likes you. Yeah. Because she's complying with it. And you almost want to give her the energy, like, oh, you dropped something. And you can kind of trick your brain into being friendly, too. Right? And at the same time, it breaks tension. Hey, I'm approaching you during the day. This is something that 99% of guys will not do. But let me go ahead and just, like, calm it down and, like, make you look away. And then she looks back at you and, like, you almost, like, trick the mind.
1: You already have, like, some kind of compliance.
4: Yeah. It's compliance and it breaks tension. Yeah, Very interesting. Yeah.
2: I mean, many guys struggle with talking to girls in the first place. And, you know, in night game, usually, most guys, you know, they drink a little bit. They kind of, like, they're in social mode. So maybe, perhaps, they'll feel comfortable with talking to girls or maybe not talk at all, in yeah. some instances, but in day game, you know, they're usually dead sober. yeah, And they don't have this like energy hype from the venue. And my question to you is like, how would they, a guy who's like, afraid of talking to a girl, like, kind of get a conversation going, what should he talk about? Or how should he know what he should talk yeah. about after the initial approach? I mean, sure, once you're isolated, mm-hmm. you can talk about anything, you know, create some rapport, but, like, you need to hook in a way, and what yeah. to talk about, or what, the,
4: what kind of, like, good subjects, or what are cool techniques to occur in. Yeah. That's something I think is very, kind of, key to. Just talk about the most, the girls who are crossing the street, I literally was just like, what are you guys up to? I always ask, my first question is, what are you up to? Where are you going? Are you from here?
0: Yeah, I also ask that, too. I usually say something like, are you going anywhere interesting? Are you <laughs> from Stockholm? Yeah. Like, how's your day been so far? Just, like, really, really very low key to just start the conversation and then and you, you go see if she there.
4: hooks and then you can start deep diving or you can go for an insta date or decide if you want to take the number so my advice in day game is just to talk about the most banal regular things like are you going to work
0: like you think of us like you're just approaching someone like a stranger just being friendly yeah but that's really like, it like yeah. hector
1: i know what you're talking about like yeah it's not so much about what you're talking about it's yeah how yeah. you talk yeah, exactly so, yeah and that's what i noticed man like you talk it's not about what you talk about. Yeah. It's how you talk.
4: Yeah. Uh, exactly. What you
1: perceive what, what you convey while talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I also think it's
2: very interesting because I mean when you talked earlier talked about all these like fancy stuff you do in the night game and I think that there's something very interesting that that we need to cover here is that in night game there's a lot of stimulus, you know, there's a lot of things going on. I don't know if, if you need more compliance in night game, but there's no bullshit that can take place yeah. I and mean, you need to have more Wildcars. compliance. And I think that there's a lot more, like, stimulus, so you kind of, like, have to kind of win over that stimulus. Whereas in day game, there's nothing going to happen, it's going to yeah. be you and her right away. It's You're, like, vacuum. isolated right away, you don't need to... you can go ahead and talk right away. Yep. Additionally, I think that in night game, you can start doing the seduction process and do, like, the fancy kind of, like, seduction verbals, like, sex talk or physical escalation, right away, more or less, kind of. But in day game, you can't really do that, because, I mean, you can maybe in some cases, mm-hmm. but usually not. Mm-hmm. However, once you isolate, it's kind of like the same deal as in, yeah, in, as you do in Night Game. Just at mm-hmm. Night Game, you're allowed to do that faster, you know, and it's mm-hmm. part of the hook.
4: Yeah.
2: I think that's something very really key, but I mean, just like Pablo said, well, it's like how you do it that matters mm-hmm. in doing the approach Not like in yeah. the fancy, I mean, I'm sure there's probably some fast tactics you can use, but you rely more or less on your vibe. Yeah. Absolutely, okay. Yeah.
3: That's Hector, cool. when I've seen you approach girls just sitting down mm-hmm. on the street or whatever, you never do anything fancy. You just come in and you say, hey, how are you? yeah that's your your pick line is
0: hey yeah. how are
4: you hey how are you yeah and it's so simple
0: it's like honest and authentic and I think the
4: desires just expressed in your body language and yeah. eye contact really. if that's not enough she probably wouldn't like anything that you say which also goes to the ex- other extreme you can be just super savage like I've said you have a great ass like during the day and she's like thanks and like I wouldn't recommend that for a lot of guys you know uh, you'll get slapped you but
1: have to really yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: calibration is yeah key there, man. you have to say it with like mammoth balls okay yeah, like, yeah. okay guys like
1: don't do that yeah, yeah, in yeah. Trouble. that's like like advanced shit. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> actually I want to take back something that Pablo and I discussed I think this morning I, I'm not sure but this whole thing about how you said it because now we're talking about that how you do it matters only in day game, but that is absolutely not true. I mean, in night game, it matters as well. Yeah. For example, we're talking about opening, and you kind of mentioned that, but you didn't mention the theory behind it, and that, <laughs> that when you open, we discovered that it doesn't really matter what you What'd open What you with. say, nah, yeah. I mean, you can op- open with something situational, especially in night game. There's a lot of shit happening. There's a lot of things you can use to open, like I you see that idiot over there, you know, stuff like that, right? Mm. But the idea here is to open up, as you mentioned, like you kind of by rocking, kind of act like you're walking away because women they feel like they have guys talking to them all night, yeah. and if they can see that you are kind of like willing to walk away, they kind of put their guards down because the last thing they want is a guy to just be like. Oh, stalking like stalking yeah. You that. kind of might you that that
0: want, want to give women some space in the approach, whether like day game or night game, like exactly. you know, leaning back when you're approaching a day game or even a night game, same thing. Yeah, yeah, so it's like cool guy, but yeah. you're still giving some like, space, like,
1: like you were saying in that bullshit opener. Like, why I was calling it bullshit opener, yeah, yeah. it was that it wasn't what I was saying, like, I don't give a sh- like, no. the girls didn't even ask answer that. That's the funny thing, they didn't even answer that, they were just, <laughs> just smiling, and I was like. Hi and mom and we um, just yeah. like
2: isolated them. <laughs> they don't even ask to try openers, that happened to me as well. Yeah. And what I've noticed is that what's really key is that we had to add a pause, like a long pause in the opening. Yeah. Could create so much intrigue. And here's what, like for example, you, you see a few girls and we'll come over an opener, I don't know. This is such a weird place. You know, and it's like this pause because it's, it's kind of unexpected, it shows confidence, creates intrigue in a way or... As you say, is this, then you can to look away, the only house place in Stockholm. Or, for example, and let's say, other cases where they actually give you shit, like, uh, now, and it's like, what do you want, you know? And usually guys, I and mean, I, I use this one,
0: what do you want, because it's one of the most hardcore ones. You That's
2: know, like, super like, rejection. Like, it's like, ah!
0: Yeah, uh, I remember that, seeing that a few times. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. It happens
2: really gladly, but it's terrible. When, not, not so often, luckily. <laughs> yeah, you know, not so often. But, yeah, It was like one time the whole weekend. Say, <laughs> let's say you face that. I mean, it can be a rejection, but it can also be a very hardcore test, right? And she usually expects guys to become like, oh, set off, don't really know what to answer, you know? And the key here is to just like, don't answer, just take a quick break, look away. And it gives you time to think, by the way, which is kind of cool as well. This thing, and then you kind of like look at her deep in the eyes, and then you deliver because that will be too much tension for her to handle. You're gonna kind of destroy her bullshit right away because you don't answer immediately her shit, you don't give her that pleasure, but at the same time, you're also creating that tension that kind of like wins over a frame, like it's kind of like bulldozing it. Yeah, and I think that kind of like intriguing thing creates like tension and it also makes you come across the confidence. I think that's something very key. So, how you say things is actually what matters a lot. So, basically, do an opener, use something situational, make sure you position yourself away from them kind of like as you're walking by and add a pause at least three seconds during your delivery. And if she gives you shit, you know, pause. that's kind of like the system we kind of like had. We never failed with it. Man,
1: we did like body rocking, like it was super interesting, like opening, like I was body rocking, you were body rocking. (laughs) (laughs) The girls were like opening bomb, bomb, and then like smash opening. And then we got them, you know? I
0: mean, they were falling for the Girls that Pablo and Alec approached—they were always following you. They were always complying and like yeah. following you around the venues. It was really cool. Yeah, we yeah. were
1: moving them around a lot. All right? the time, just to yeah. There's so compliance. much compliance,
0: yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you one thing though, because I think this was relevant to everybody this weekend. Because you told both me and Const also over here. He's a sad, fast guy. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I love him. laughs> You were talking about red, yellow, green, and I think that was like one of the big lessons that some of us learned this weekend. That just really like helped me, man. Yeah, I mean, it helped yeah. me a lot too, and like... Like about the traffic light? Yeah, about the traffic light, and yeah. the, what that also means as far as like, like what you engage in and what you don't engage in.
1: For me, like, if I want to break it down, like, I talk a, a little bit about this in, in the podcast that I was with, like... Podcast. Right, right, the
0: podcast that, that we did, did Pablo and I did, yeah.
1: And basically, it's like to break down, like for me, breaking down seduction is like a traffic light. Like there's girls in a venue and there's some girls that going to be red for you. That means that there's no chance on earth that you're going to make them want to be with you. Like super red, like traffic light, stop, like get the fuck out. You know, you meet a red girl and you just they get the <laughs> fuck out and don't take it personally because maybe it was her ex-boyfriend that raped her that looked exactly like me (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 gonna be like no for real that's gonna be a red light you know like I shouldn't take that personally like it was some fucking Latin guy that just like did some shitty shit with her you know like and and doesn't matter what I do you know like she's not gonna like me you know (laughs) and then we have like the yellow girls that are like (laughs) And then you have the yellow girls that, like, <laughs> in the venue, you meet them. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it wasn't was extreme.
4: Do not edit that
1: out. That <laughs> it was amazing. Please, really we
4: need to keep that. All
1: right. So, like, the yellow girls, is like, you meet girls that are, like, a bit into you. A bit into you, okay. but not sure. You know, they're like, ah. Uh, you see that they're <laughs> hesitating a little bit, like. Maybe it's but like, ultra, like maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, they like they prefer like Swedish guys, the blonde guys, tall yeah, blonde yeah, yeah. guys, and now this Latin guy. But I don't know. Like maybe she thinks I'm charming in some way, and she keeps talking to me. You know, like I think the biggest mistake most guys do with yellow girls is that they stay too long with them. You know, like they keep trying to get the yellow girls green. You know. Like, try to get them compliant and try to get them to like them even more, you know? Right, and right. And you can waste the whole night doing that shit, you know? Yeah. Like I was telling you, you know?
3: Yeah. Last night, your advice got me late, actually. The first set was yellow. And you guys all saw me with her. She, yeah, yeah. She was moving around with me. She was compliant. The Mexican girl. She was yeah. hot. She was hot. But <laughs> yeah. I didn't really like her, and I think she could tell. Yeah. And I think she was just hanging out with me because she's like, oh, this is a cool guy. We both have this Mexico connection, whatever. Like, it's fun. Yeah and but she didn't tell you about the boyfriend
4: she that didn't. i found about through her friend that's true i think she wanted to cheat
3: that's possible but yeah. i was sitting there on a couch with her and i was talking to her and i was like i really hate this girl i don't like her <laughs> i don't want to hang out with her
1: <laughs> you were yellow then you she was yellow. yellow and
3: i was yellow ah, she was also yellow she was also oh, yellow. like yellow. she was kind of holding my hand but very like yeah that's like,
1: yellow <laughs> that's very yellow man that's like holding your hand but keeping your distance yeah. like she just want attention. Like, wants attention Like girls that want attention But they're not attention hormones Yeah They're <laughs> not there to fuck you You know right. You can feel that Somehow right. you like mm, This girl is yellow And I think the more experience you have The more you're gonna see The different colors of the girls You know Yeah. And you gotta notice that And my advice to most of you Of the guys here That are listening to this Is that Stop talking to yellow girls Go yeah, for the green girls Because in the venue There's a lot of green girls for you You haven't just noticed them yet Right, just right. fucking keep approaching you know? and that's what happened
0: to Khan last night yeah, I,
3: I told this girl I was like you know what how about you go with your friends and I'm gonna go find my friends and we'll meet up later and she was like okay I
1: think you got rid of her and, and I you went her. to a new set that
3: was green But right. my second set was red <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and then my third set was green Yeah, and got laid and yeah
1: super green. green and you like you found the green bomb she already liked you man
0: it you seemed like know. you actually like went home with her in like 20 minutes or something like that it was no, no. super fast man, the bro. green no, it, it took a while but okay
1: Bro, in that you know, that hard venue, that Friday venue yeah, yeah, yeah. membership shit, like I met a girl, seven minutes. I mm. saw she was green, like in seven minutes I bathroom pulled her. And wow. It, like seven minutes. Right. Green. Green girl man. That's and right. you are
3: probably more attracted to the greens too than the yellows, so it's a win win all Yeah, around. because if she likes
1: you you like you have this like instant attraction, you know?
2: I think that is I mean the thing is that the greens but like what kind of vibe she gives you, it has nothing to do with how easy she is no 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 in that regard if you feel like a girl you don't get along with and she gives you shit right away no like, uh, exactly like I think think you can, if you're skilled, you can go for those yellows and make them compliant and turn them into greens but if you are just starting out, I think it's better just get positive experiences and just move on. But if you yeah. I mean, after a while, you know, you wanna but Alex, challenge yourself. You sure wanna
1: But that's advanced shit man. Like yeah, I think it's, it's hard, most, it's hard, most hard, of most hard. of the listeners here are like intermediate, you know, like yeah, if like, you're intermediate, if you're really advanced, you can pull off your like meditation, like super no, no, Yeah, you Tantra tantra, tantra, tantra shit and you can do a lot of technical stuff like Alex, like that guy can fucking turn a yellow girl green, like, fast as fuck. Oh, I've seen it, yeah. But, but like, but for most of the guys, don't waste time on yellow. Go for green ones. And, like you said, green girls can oh, be God. hot as fuck, man. They can be tense, man. Yeah. I noticed
3: my, that, too. My for... green girl was hotter last night than my yellow yeah. by, like,
0: two points. Yeah, same for me. Like, the point. girl that I ended up with for the whole night was, like, fucking sexy as hell. And yeah. she was, like holding me the entire time, like for three hours or something like that. And the it's funny great. thing,
1: that's the funny thing with seduction, yeah. like, you don't know which the greens are until you talk to them, yeah, exactly. approach them, you heart. know? Yes, like, yes. the best tense I had, like, model tense, she was like a swimsuit model. She was super hot, like, she was talking with her friend, like, she never saw me, it was super cold approach. Just went there, like, oh, girls, I just saw that you had such an intense conversation, uh, I just had to break it up, like, I sucks for you but like i yeah, you, yeah, i really. need to talk to you and like i get a kick of like you s- stopping that interesting conversation like, you know bullshit opener and they were laughing and shit and that 10 she was fucking green man i went for her and i fucked her that night and wow. like she was like a head taller than me
3: like wow.
1: doesn't matter man she was green if she's green just go for it man well, but well, you have to approach you have to put in the numbers
2: and then you have the pink light which is a freak <laughs> ah.
1: ah come on don't complicate ah. shit now man <laughs> <Quick light. laughs> like, uh,
2: talking about complicating you know, Pablo you know we're talking about this like dark green and light green Yeah that. <laughs> now he's he's just complicated. I'm just full of shit right now anyway. Yeah yellow, red and green. Yeah.
1: Traffic light. Traffic light man, like a traffic light. Red, mm. yellow, green. Yeah.
4: Easy man. Go for the green ones. Is there something about like that in the day game as well, Hector? Um so the approach invitations, yeah, so if, oh god, there's like 30 that I can think of right now, but if she looks at you more than once, or she looks at you for more than two seconds, that's fucking green as hell. I mean, women, that's a clear sign of attraction. Women are so fucking aware of their surrounding, especially during the day, because they have, because they're, they're on guard, but at the same time, they're not, like, night game. But they are, like, looking out for, like, Wait, do
0: you know how many times we were just talking about a girl, and, like, we'd be talking about for, like, for five seconds as a group? And she would just look our way. She would look our way. I remember that she, happened on the subway once, like in the street once. She can either yeah. smell
4: it from across the, like the street or there's some like, fucking energy connection. It's just energy, yeah. yeah. But if a girl like, goes out of her way to look at you from far away, oh my god, she's so green, it's ridiculous. Just go in. Oh, yeah. Or if you feel that super, super attraction. Like, talk to Kant about it and he's like, dude, I didn't think anyone else like thought of this before. But if you feel like so, so, so attracted to a girl, and it's not just your dick, right? You're just like, also energy, like... energy. Yeah. yeah, love at first sight, basically. She's gonna love you 99% of the time, mm. so I, I, she's green. I think that's very interesting as well, because, yeah. I mean, I mean, there are many different types of, like, hot
2: girls, you know, many guys disagree with that. I've noticed that when you go for girls, you find personally hot, that, like, they're your type, mm-hmm. for some reason, you always get better along with them mm-hmm. than if you go for something that, you know, like, something that's still hot, but not really your type, you know, I mean...
0: We're basically using biology in our favor, yeah, yeah, right? We're not like favor, trying to say approach everybody you t- see, you know.
4: Approach so the girls so you find sexy. The sussy. difference between you're just horny and you're actually attracted to her, and I think I actually Chase was the one who kind of pointed this out to me, and it worked. I think it's it fits perfectly. It's perfect syllogism. So if you go up to a girl that you're just kind of attracted to, but you're not like super in love with her, she's going to see it in your eyes. And so she's gonna reflect that And she's gonna reject you But what most guys think is Oh, I fucked it up She didn't think I was hot But really what she's doing Is she's saying Oh, this guy's not really attracted to me So I'm automatically Not gonna be attracted to him So then I'm gonna reject him
0: Because women are mirrors Exactly Yeah, exactly Like water Right Alter
4: yeah. rejection yeah, right right. Yep That's what it is And that's why the girls Who can be super hot tens And you can just approach her Because you're like Love at first sight And she's just Gonna open up to you Just completely Mm-hmm. I don't think this whole like ten or like five, but very hot girls. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah very hot. I mean, I personally, I don't think that many guys believe that the super hot girls are always so much more difficult. No, they're not, man. No, I don't not. think that is. I think that's a myth. If you can I game mean, a seven, look. like if you
1: can game a ten, like you game a seven, that means that you have skills, man. That's experience. Because pretty girls, they're intimidating, man. They're intimidating. A lot yeah. of guys. So, I guess some guys games. are intimidated.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, in this Khan's example is a great thing. Like he was talking to the girl he thought was his like average girl, and he was not attracted, she was not attracted to him, but he actually ended up going with home with the girl that they were both strong mutual attraction, right? And it was just like so natural for you.
3: Yeah, so the green one that I went with, I think there's different types of automatic connections, so you can meet a girl, and it's purely like sexual, right? Like, you just get hard just getting near her. Mm-hmm. With this one, it was more like a love connection, like a love at first sight, like starry eyes. Mm-hmm. That, so that means green man that's that's green. that was also green it's just yeah. a different type of green yeah. so that's Ch- the vibe <laughs> <laughs> the light is it's green light green light so green no, it's just green man that's Shake just green. green that's just green so, but that's, that's green the, that's the vibe I went to uh, with throughout the whole interaction with her is like more of like a starry-eyed like love kind of thing and then we ended up fucking but I didn't even kiss her at the club we sort of like you were kissing with ones. your eyes man yeah. you guys
4: were already super he didn't cool. kiss her man
0: Mm, Yeah, that's the mistake I made. Like, I was with my girl, and she was up to me, and she just went for the kiss. And I didn't didn't break it off in time. I kissed her after I was inside her.
1: Aha, that's... But you escalated first, like physical escalation during the time?
3: At the club, no, not at all. Not at all. No physical. I mean, very light, like...
1: Okay, you um, inc- did some. Dude, Dude, she was like,
3: incidental.
4: Type. When I walked by you, she grabbed your hand, was pulling you with her. We were doing a lot of, like, holding hands yeah. as, a group, as a
3: group bro, kind of
4: thing.
1: Bro, that's holding what, hands. Yeah, that's
4: a yeah. that's
1: that's compliance like, like, compli- I mean, I was holding hands with my girl the entire time, too. She yeah. was leading you. What yeah. I'm saying that's is that... That's when you know, know a girl really likes you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when a girl leads <laughs> you. Yeah, that happened a couple of times.
3: I'm saying is the way the vibe was, if I had tried to, like, grab her ass at the club and that kind of thing it would not have worked. She would have ejected. You think no, so? No, yeah,
1: that's calibration, man. That's yeah. calibration. No, that was girls, calibration. Some yeah. girls, they're not, like, super receptive to touch. Mm-hmm. Some girls are more. So you have to calibrate. Shit.
2: But, but you know what I find very interesting about this? Like, the way we all touch this, this holiday, and this trip here, is that we all touch with this soft touch. It's become, like, a trademark mm-hmm. touching. I don't know if you know that. I know Sing Pablo has been doing that. Pablo actually p- took it to a whole new level. I mean, usually, when guys touch, you put that whole... I mean, whole hand and touch her whole body with like a strong touch. What we've been doing is that we've been using the tip of our fingers just like caress her body in a very gentle way because it's kind of smoother, it's kind of like more like tickling, maybe, and it's kind of like makes her desire more, which is a very powerful thing. But but right now, you know, Pablo took it to a whole new level where we actually start touching with only little finger, like middle finger or
3: first finger. First finger. I used that last night too. You did. That's how I got past her LMR. Nice, man. (laughs) You did one. Great, yeah.
1: great, I love that. that that's, that's how it that's how, that's yeah, should be
2: done, you know. I, I think that's a cool technique. It's like start using your fingertips or do it like, just use your finger. Escalate with one finger. I think that's something yeah. we really
0: should do. Oh, it's do. so I super important.
1: Powerful, I, super powerful. Girls get
2: crazy. Powerful. They get
1: so horny.
3: I just yeah. used yeah. one finger on her breast. Yeah, yeah. Super oh lightly like that. That's God. exactly
1: yeah. how I did yeah. it. For five, five minutes. minutes. That's five exactly minutes. what I did. it. One finger. It's one
0: the minute. tension of the touch. With On the breast. That's like,
1: that's exactly how it. She started
0: breathing heavy. It Crazy! Wow. All right, we're gonna wrap this up really soon, but I just want to talk about one last thing, and that is that we all faced wildcards, when we we're going out at night, and that's like just the reality of night game, right? Yeah, I mean, that's like. Yeah. Oh my that's, god, we man, have so many logistics what... problems, like girls with friends that they wanted to go home with each other, girls working the next day, and Jesus, man. But that's also the charm with it, you
1: know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's gonna be some unexperienced, like you don't know what's happening, you know? But that's also part of the adventure.
2: I guess, I guess the wildcards. I mean, a wild wildcards with. Negativity and, and when it, when it sucks, it really sucks. But at the, at the same time, I believe that wild cards can also be very positive in in that they can sometimes you know you just end up meeting a very hot girl who happens to be totally crazy, who tells you to go back to her place where she happens to have one friend sleeping over who wants to have a treat. I mean, shit like that can happen. I mean, I'm not saying it's gonna happen because kind of like I'm just with maybe the extreme case, but that's a wild card too. Like. But it's a good one, right? Like, like the story
1: I was telling with the oh, dog no, and the no, mother. No, please, don't, please don't. <laughs> please
2: tell it. Please, oh, please. You gotta tell that one. You gotta tell that one to the poor listeners. Gonna, they have to, they have to We go can to end that. with that. This yeah, sure. Go. That's a good way. Okay, I'm gonna please. I'm gonna warn you of explicit content because like,
4: <laughs> like <laughs> fuck. <laughs> like you guys know I'm savage. This is probably the most savage shit the I've most ever heard in my shit fucking life. Like, I can go with it
1: now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna tell you about like. I'm gonna f- wrapping this up with a very explicit story. <laughs> That's, I was talking with this girl at a venue, and this girl we were talking about sex talk, and we were talking about what's the most freaky shit we ever done. And the girl she said like, yeah, I got some freaky shit, you know, like. And I'm like, alright, but I can start and then I want to hear your freaky shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the guys who know me that they know that I'm I'm a pretty kinky motherfucker. Yeah, fuck. yeah, I've, I've heard been doing, I've been doing some like BDSM style. I'm not gonna go into what I did, but like it did some crazy shit like. But this one was actually like Alec was talking about like wild cards, a wild card night that got like crazy, you know? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> tell you this story. I was at a club, and I was uh, hooking up with this super hot, blonde, blue-eyed, gorgeous girl like with great tits and super nice ass, and I was like, this is going too well, you know? And this girl was actually having uh, her friend over from another city, and her friend was like, super hot tan, like super, super hot, like even hotter than my girl, you know? Uh, Doesn't matter.
2: I wish I were there. Doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) So I was alone with these two girls and my blonde girl, she said, like, I have at least one room flat close to this place, like close to the venue. And uh, want to come? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but the only thing was that, like, while I was eating at this McDonald's with her and her friend, during the night we were talking, she had mentioned that she actually had her mother and her fucking dog visiting her. Like that was earlier in the night So I was like trying to block that shit out Like I'm like that can't be true You know like how can you fit a mother Her friend and the fucking dog In a one room apartment Like And I'm gonna fuck her there Like no that's no So I was like blocking that mother and dog out Like in my mind like maybe I heard wrong you No, know, try to rationalize it from my mind Like maybe I heard wrong but, Like how could that be you know And that like, doesn't matter So I was in the elevator with like With my girl, I was kissing her, and her friend was super uncomfortable, like (laughs) next to us, (laughs) you know, really like looking down and like, what the fuck, you know. So I was actually like looking forward to this, like, (laughs) this is gonna be fun, like, come on, like fucking a girl, like, and in the same bed as this other hot girl, and. That the other girl was uncomfortable was only making me like I'm a bit like I'm a a sick motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) That that, that just get me off, you know, like. So I had this like. So I would try to block in my mind the mother and the dog, like, (laughs) like, like they were not there, like, (laughs) that cannot be there, you know, like that would be impossible, like, how could this girl bring me home if her mother and fucking dog also were there, like, come on.
2: In the same room though. In the the same same fucking room. room, In the fucking same room. Okay,
1: so I'm going up there and she opens the door. And I hear barking. Fuck! Okay. One of the two is right. (laughs) The fucking dog is there. So probably the fucking mom is there also. So I'm getting a bit sweaty, you know. Like she opens the door and this blonde girl, she's a crazy girl, you know. She's 20 years old, you know. She just throws her clothes off and just runs to her bed. Jumps to her bed and just like spreads her legs and she's just like takes her hand, like, come to me, come to me, like, with her hand, like, waves to me to come, you know? And I enter the room, and her friend is is getting, like, undressed and feeling really uncomfortable, like, laying to the corner of the bed. Uh. This is not the weird shit. Like, very close to the bed, there's a mattress, like, 10 centimeters from the bed. It's a mattress with an old fucking woman <laughs> <laughs> so I have this scenario like in front of me like I have like a, a king size bed with a girl that's super uncomfortable like curling up to the wall <laughs> <laughs> I had a super hot girl that's like spreading her legs to me and just waving me over and I have this old 50 year old Swedish woman <laughs> an old woman <laughs> sleeping in a mattress like heads up like, <laughs> so, like, this is probably the most fucking freaky shit I ever done. Like, and the dog washing as well. And and at the same time, I hear this dog like clamping around, like in the parking like running around the bed, you know. So what did I do, guys? <laughs> you
3: smash of course (laughs) (laughs) you
1: smash so I just went for it you know (laughs) just took off my pants and fucked her and she was like a screamer she was like ah 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 and like the mother like 10 centimeters from her like (laughs) and I was like fucking her watching her mother and,
3: and like
1: listening to the dog like clapping around in the floor and like like accidentally like bumping into her friend that was like so uncomfortable (laughs) 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 and of course I I finished and get the fuck out of (laughs) it but the interesting thing was when I was telling the girl this she was like like just watching me with these big eyes and she was like all right my story is shit to this like you can't compare to this shit like
2: that's very freaky you know and then you got laid from telling that story to another girl yeah actually. Wow. Use your pulls to get more pulls. It's like <laughs> money. We need to make money. to spend it, make money to make more money. Basically. I think
0: one thing's for certain. Like we, first of all, as men, we can't be intimidated by women, and they're just like really, really sexual. We I love mean, that some freaky stuff.
2: I'd be intimidated as fuck by that mother. Sorry. No, of course. <laughs> I mean, you can be
0: intimidated, but you know, Jesus. <laughs> but that's me. Being me. <laughs> but <laughs> go for
2: it. i wake up the mom and like, not <laughs> oh, no, How did the mom wake up, man? she was
1: probably super wake up man I actually ah, I'm sure she was awake <laughs> man, she was she was laying like like face up like
2: in the bed like come on like she could at least turn around couldn't she yeah she maybe was, she
1: was dead no but I was no. trying to cover like I was trying to cover her up with the sheets you know like and oh, she was like easily yeah. taking that shit away You know, oh
4: that? she knew it oh my god <laughs> it's
1: so weird like fucking her like in front of her friend it was okay but the mother man like, I was like a bit uncomfortable <laughs> hey
0: man, mothers have, have had that stuff too you know I'm sure she understood a little bit
1: she was sharing everything. Sure. I, I actually got chlamydia of
0: that girl. Oh. <laughs> oh. It sounds like <laughs> she was price to pay for it. that. Yeah, like, for you The price to pay. Oh my!
1: Like <laughs> I got so like like I got so nervous that I forgot to condom. You know.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> <probably should>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's a wrap on uh, I guess getting raw with Pablo and Alec, <laughs> Hector and Varun of Girls Chase and Khan from Seb Hope you all enjoyed this, and this is a little tidbit from our fun weekend in Stockholm, Sweden. Alright, y'all, there it is. I hope you've had fun listening today, and I hope you've learned something in this fantastic interview with Pablo Garcia, Alec Rolstad, Hector Castillo, Kant, and myself from our incredible trip to Stockholm, Sweden, where we spent four days and four nights approaching girls both in day game as well as four different venues at night. For now, this is Varun Raja on Dating Mechanics by Girls Chase, and I'll see you again next time. Same time, same place.